Hey guys, welcome back to Two Girls in a Podcast. I'm your co-host Katie. And I'm Jen. And we're together today. Yeah. <laughs> For the first time in forever. <laughs> For the first time. Oh gosh, that's what I thought about. <laughs> Only dizzy people go They'll to be that. Katie yeah. and Jen. <laughs> We finally got together to um, record some episodes. Um, yes. We have a lot of good ones coming out, so I'm really yeah. excited. Some collaborations with some great people, so we'll release those um, in the coming weeks. Um, but today is our 48th episode, and um, what are we going to talk about, Jen? We're going to talk... Actually, Katie's going to be our guest today, <laughs> basically. But I asked her to talk about... Um, she works for a dermatologist, and just to kind of talk about some things everybody especially women mm-hmm. go through an aging women with certain skin conditions, skin, you know, acne is a huge one, aging wrinkles, sun damage, skin cancer, stuff like that. Just some general things. I wanted to get some tips and tricks mm-hmm. on what she thinks, some beauty things that we can help. And, you know, just, just the common knowledge for anybody that are just like, especially in quarantine, people aren't getting out in the sun as much. Right. We're not, you know, like t- being able to go to the beauty salons and, mm-hmm. Getting that regular skincare, right. you know, stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, I just thought Katie could fill us in I'll try <laughs> with my her best. knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> so, Katie, tell us best. something that's really great for acne because you know I suffer from some terrible acne. Well, so do I. And it's yeah. oh, sometimes it's frustrating. Yes, sometimes yeah. it's not so bad. Some weeks, I'm you know, I, I get like a you know, a couple pimples here and there, and then mm-hmm. other weeks. Like I've told you before, it looks like you could connect the dots. Yeah. You know, make yeah. a picture on my face. So I understand. <laughs> I understand. So, well, it kind of just, it depends on if you're male or female. Males, they grow out of acne. Doesn't that Unfair. piss you off? Yeah. <laughs> Unfair. So, um, after puberty in men and once they hit their, um, their height, mm-hmm. pretty much acne will go away. Now there are, there is the occasional man. And I mean, when you're an adult and you get sweaty and dirty yeah you may get a pimple here and there but women unfortunately we go through so many different hormonal changes through our life um our acne goes from being puberty to more female hormonal acne and if you're looking in regards to what kind of acne you have in most cases if you've got plain hormonal acne for women it's going to be along your jawline and your chin area it's going to be cystic it's going to be painful and it's going to take forever for it to go away that's, that's what I got. <laughs> yeah, that's the most common area. Um, there's also acne rosacea with um, rosacea, which I'm um, I'm plagued with both the hormonal and then also rosacea. That will be where you get redness in your cheeks, and then you can also get acne bumps that present as whiteheads in that area. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, females don't really get much acne on their forehead. You can get some okay. here or there, but um, it's more that can be more acne rosacea related if you get it on the forehead. Yeah. But, um, so it just really depends on what you're looking for. Honestly, for the cystic acne that you get along your jawline, the best thing to do is seeing a dermatologist or seeing somebody that can get you an oral antibiotic in most cases to calm that down. You can use a bunch of over the counter stuff. Like people swear by like tea tree oil, wouldn't go the oil route. I'd get more of a cleanser with tea tree in it, but, um, that is an anti-inflammatory. So it's really good. It stinks. (laughs) <laughs> but it's, it's really good. Um, people use that charcoals. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just dependent on your tint, on your skin type. Yeah. Like I can't use salicylic acid or benzoyl peroxide products cause I get really itchy. Okay. But, um, 
you know, if you're really oily and you know you can tolerate strong things, benzoyl peroxide is the best thing for your skin. Yeah. Um, because you use it at night. It bleaches your clothing, just FYI. But um, if you use it, it's antibacterial. So it's safer to use on your face um, and it'll kill any sort of bacteria that causes acne. Yeah. So what do you, like, I've seen some things where people will say, take like lemon and, you know, baking powder or baking soda or something and put it all over your face. Does that work or is that kind of just miss? Usually miss. I mean, there's going to be the people that do believe it works because there's clearly those out there that makes those videos and stuff that say it works. But, um... I mean, the the many people that we see in the office mm-hmm. every day, most everybody's tried these at-home remedies, and not one of them's worked for it. Yeah. Like, even proactive. I mean, that's a benzoyl peroxide, but sometimes that doesn't work for patients either. So, yeah. You know, it's, it's really about making sure that you get... Um, topical, sometimes oral, and sometimes even hormonal therapy. So even past birth control, there's other medicines that can be prescribed that are hormonal treatments that treat acne differently that can clear you as well. That's what I remember you, um, when I went to see your dermatologist, Mm -hmm. when I was like having really bad acne around like the chin area, around my mouth and stuff like that. And she had said that, you know, it was definitely hormonal mm-hmm. and that I should get on like some kind of birth control yes, to help with that medication and stuff. And, um, once I got on there, it definitely cleared up. I still obviously get it a lot, but not as much as I did. And it definitely will clear up. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, it'll come back or whatever, especially the week right before I'm about to have my period. It's yes. like the worst week ever. Yes. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, all of a sudden everything just like, it's like overnight, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, what happened? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, that's normal. And no matter what you do, I want people to know that I'm not a doctor. Okay. So for one, I'm not a doctor. Anything I'm recommending to you, don't go out and just buy all this stuff. And that's why I'm not going to say any of the prescription names because I'm not a doctor at all. I just work for a dermatologist, but I just want people to know that acne, there is no cure for it. Hmm. So when you walk into a dermatologist and you're aggravated because they can't get your acne to fully go away, please realize that you are still going to have a couple of acne bumps, maybe one or two. We want it to be better. So we want it to be where you don't get as many acne bumps at the time that your period starts. So this, you know, your acne is different. Um, There's other treatments that are much better, but I just like people to realize that because we have so many patients that come back into us and they're mad at us. (laughs) They're mad at the doctor because the doctor couldn't make their acne go away. Why is my acne still flaring? They have one bump on their face and it's like, I want to show them my face and be like, I work here and I have not, (laughs) I can't get clear because it's normal. Yeah. Unfortunately, unless you want to be a man. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) So... So I do like to say that. <laughs> yeah. I do like to say that. So, but I mean, it's just a variation on patients. So, yeah. You know. I think it's like you said, it's everybody's skin's different. Right. Just like a fingerprint. No one has the same skin. So nothing that work, maybe works for somebody else is going to work for you. Exactly. That kind of thing. So. Right. Yeah. Well, I like that. That's just some interesting tips to have for yeah, the acne yeah. world. And I'm sorry I'm not able to give like specifics just because I feel bad to like mention medicines on here and stuff and somebody to go ask a doctor and you know, I'm not that type of person, but, um, you know, there's a lot of good things out there, a lot of new things that are coming out too. And there's one specific medicine that's amazing. I'm not going to say the name of it. It's the closest thing we have to a cure, but that's more of cystic acne breakouts that can't be controlled. Um, that sort of thing. 
Yeah. That, so and it, it's an ordeal to go through it, but it works. Yeah. Yeah. So what about like aging and the, you know, people are with the magic cure for wrinkles, you know, as we get older, <laughs> they pop up everywhere. <laughs> so, um, sunscreen is the best thing. So I know that there's so many people out there that are just like, no, I don't want to use my sunscreen. I want my tan or mm-hmm. well, remember that the sun is what's aging you. So you can still go out and do whatever you want to just don't lay out in the sun and try to get a tan. We've now found out that it's really just not good for your skin. And trust me, I used to lay in the tanning beds. Mm -hmm. I used to lay out in the sun. Um, and then you work with somebody that knows it medically and knows how bad it is. And you see all these people plagued with skin cancers. Yeah. And then it really starts to kind of be like, oh, this is serious. And I'm not just talking melanomas. Melanomas are the worst possible thing. Well, there's more, but, um, you know, you, there's other things kind of basal cell carcinomas and stuff. So make sure that you use sunscreen that mm-hmm. prevents aging. The more tan you get, the more leather your skin's going to be as you age. So, um, that's one thing. That's the one thing we recommend, but, um, retinols over the counter are really good. Okay. Yeah. So like, um, even a retinoid cause different is now over the counter. That's right. So sure different is. is a retinoid. That's good for anti-aging and acne. It's okay. good for acne as well. Um, and that's one retin, retinols we recommend because that's what you, we want you to start with it because you can get irritated from it. Is that for forehead, crow's feet? You, know, you can use you got- it anywhere. I mean, we don't okay. recommend it for around the eyes. Okay. And the reason being is because your eyes is the most sensitive and thinnest skin on your, on your body. Okay. So when you use it, it's going to be the first one to get irritated. Okay. And it will take, be the last one to get better. So, um, you know, unfortunately with crow's feet, eye gels and creams are the best ones. And there's like not one good one out there. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. (laughs) There's one that I'm using called skin better science, which is really good. We sell it in our office and you can only get it through doctor's offices. Mm -hmm. That's the only one that I found that works, but it's expensive. It's like $98 for a (laughs) bottle though. The bottle lasts four to six months. Okay. That's not as bad. Yeah, Yeah. So, but it's, um, that's the only one. And Botox. Yeah. That's for crow's feet. But if you're looking for like lines on your forehead and stuff like that, retinols help over time and over time meaning years. So if you start young with them, you'll do better as time goes on and it reduces the sun exposure too. So like the sunspots that you mentioned, Jen, um, it helps reduce those and kind of fade those out as well. So do you think I should start using them now? Yeah, they're good for the skin. Yeah. Any sort of exfoliation to your skin is good. We don't recommend like going and buying like apricot scrubs and stuff, that sort Mm -hmm. of exfoliation, but retinol exfoliation. So when you get that dryness and it's sloughing your skin when it's like really irritating, um, that's what it's supposed to do. And that's what we'd like it to do at the beginning. Um, and then once you tolerate it, if you feel like you're more oily through what you're using, then you can move on to a stronger retinol, which is prescription okay at that point so that's cool <laughs> yeah i mean that's what we recommend for it i mean yeah. there's so many different things it's confusing yeah it really that's is the thing there's so much out there and so much misinformation right you know and like people try to like you said diagnose things themselves or be right. like oh it's this and this or you know like i went to the dermatologist and they were only able to you know, could cure like three fourths of my acne and not yeah. the, you know, like one fourth. So obviously it didn't work, you know? Right. And that's what people look for. It's so. everybody looking for perfection. And that's such a sad world. Yeah. You know, nobody's perfect and you're not going to go to any dermatologist that can make you perfect. And if they say that they can, then you don't need to be there as a patient yeah. because that's not a doctor. 
But, you know, there's a lot that want to make it work, but it's based on your skin and how it responds. So any medicine given doesn't mean it's going to work. And it's yeah. like a trial and error. Like everybody's different. Exactly. Yeah. So what do you think about skin, like the sun and the skin cancers and... I know you said no, try to stay out of the sun or like use sunscreen. The paler, the better. Yeah. Don't tan. (laughs) Right. So, I mean, they have so, thankfully then like when we were doing tanning bed days, we had like no options for self tanners. Yeah. Like they sucked. (laughs) They sucked. You were either orange or you you were pale. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) now they have like so many good sun, um, fake tans pretty Mm -hmm. much. But, you know, there's there's different sorts of skin cancers. There's basal cell carcinomas. There's squamous cell carcinomas. There's melanomas. Several stages are different of melanomas. And then there's Merkel cells. And then there's um, one called um, AFX is another one. And, like, those three, so melanomas are the ones people know about. AFX and Merkel cells fall in the same category as them. They're more rare, mm-hmm. but they, they can kill you. Yeah. So like melanomas and people seem to think, oh, it's never going to happen to me. Yeah. Well, we've had several patients that have come in and we had, I mean, one specific patient, she's had seven melanomas. Dang. Yeah. And we had a 21 year old patient that died from hers. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. She got it when she was 18 and she died. How do you recognize if you have skin cancer? Um, so Basal cells are the most common. They don't kill you in most cases. If you left it for years, they can eat away at your tissue and then eventually get to nerves and can be life-threatening at that point. But um, they will start to bleed and start to... They kind of look like a pimple that won't go away that you've had for months. They'll bleed. They'll never heal. That's Mm -hmm. kind of what basal cells do. Squamous cells tend to grow a little bit more rapidly they look a little bit more alarming. They still, um, aren't bad. Mm-hmm. You can die from them. If you left them for years, they can eventually progress to like metastasize in your lungs to squamous lung cancer. Oh, wow. Um, but that's a long time, mm-hmm. but those tend to be more painful and very obvious. Like if you left a squamous cell for years, you've got problems. Okay. Um, and then melanomas, when you get past an age, usually 30 or 35 is the age that you don't make new moles. So okay. if you make any new moles that look jagged, we say look for the A, B, C, Ds, and Es. You can go online and look that up. And it'll say, you know, you're looking for the asymmetry, border, color, diameter, and then, uh, I can't remember the last one. Yeah. But you're looking for any changes like that. They look alarming, but then there's um, amelanotic melanomas, which present as nothing. Okay. So we've had patients die from them. That's sad. So they won't even know. Yeah, because you can't see them. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. So there was one doctor here in this area that died because she had a melanoma in her belly button. And she had no idea idea that she had it. Wow. Yeah. And it just spread? Yeah. And she was an oncologist, I think. Wow. I think. Don't quote me on it. Yeah. But yeah. But it's, you know, it's... That's what I like people to be aware of, sunscreen being the most important because it helps with aging skin, but it also prevents skin cancer. And it's, and it's again, people, we have constant people coming in saying, mm, no, it's not going to happen to me. Mm-hmm. It will. It'll happen. Yeah. We don't not see, especially if older patients, like patients get into their 60s and 70s, that's when it really starts to hit people. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, I haven't had all this sun. 
Well, yeah, you did in your 20s and your 30s. You know, So it can hit you from then. Exactly. And it hits you all at once. So if you've had like a really blistering bad sunburn, that will catch up with you. And you could experience 15 basal cells within that time period. Wow. (laughs) So it's, that's, yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah. So skin's funny. Yeah. So what do you, so is skin, like, I'm going to fight sound like a stupid question, but is skin cancer only caused by the sun? No. Okay. Melanomas are not caused by the sun. Okay. They can also be genetic. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So basal cells and squamous cells tend to be from the sun. Um, Merkel cells can be also genetic as well and AFXs, but melanomas um, can come from just genetics. Okay. So, I mean, we've seen melanomas on butts. Okay. They've seen them in Gosh. the vaginal area. Yeah. So wow. it's, you know, it it's going to be wherever it wants to be. Yeah. That's for sure. So how would you catch it? Um, well, going to a dermatologist every year, we okay. recommend once a year, full body skin exams. If you have a history of skin cancer, um, basal or squamous, you're seen every six months, uh, melanomas, you're seen every three months for the first year. And then you go out to six months for about 15 years. Okay. And then, um, this is also probably gonna be a stupid question, but I'm asking no, you, it's, the last what? one wasn't stupid. <laughs> what exactly is a mole? A mole? Yeah. Um, it is, so a benign mole okay. is... Skin colored. Okay. It's a skin colored mole. Okay. That's raised off of the skin. Um, it can be any size that it wants to be. It can be one that you're born with. Generally, those are benign moles. And they just skin form? Colored. And they'll just form. Okay. Yeah. Skin colored. Okay. Um, normal moles can also form pigmented as well, and they can be benign. Okay. So no issues with it, but those are the ones that will change. Which is why we suggest a once a year skin check because, yeah. or look at your skin and make sure you don't notice a change. Yeah. People look at freckles. Freckles tend to look freaky. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have a freaky freckle on you. Freckles don't usually tend to change into melanomas, but they can. Okay. They can as well. So and freckles are from the sun too? Freckles are definitely from the sun. Okay. So any sort of like sunspot that you get or what older patients will call liver spots that they get on their hand, that's from sun. Okay. Yeah. Definitely from sun. Yeah, so that's what I was just curious because I didn't really know. I mean, you know, I know what a mole is, but I don't well, yeah. know how a mole comes about. No, no, it's good because, yeah. I mean, there's congenital moles. There's just nine, what we call nevi. That's what they're called. Um, and congenital are when you're born with them or they form shortly after you're born. So technically birthmarks, but they're not birthmarks. Yeah. They're moles. So if you had skin cancer and didn't know... Mm-hmm. Would there be any like symptoms? Like, would you start feeling nauseous, or is it kind of like regular cancer, like melanomas? Yeah, um, not with skin cancer melanomas. Okay. It would have to already have metastasized okay. to, to where you to no, something okay. in your body for you to really have symptoms with it. Um, it'll look freaky though. I mean, some melanomas will bleed. Some will raise okay. off of the skin and look freaky. I mean, a lot of times the ones that we've seen have been pretty freaky looking. Okay, like. They don't look normal. Yeah. And most people will get them checked because they look freaky. Yeah. That makes but sense. But then there's some that are blatantly on their back and they can't see them. Oh, that's, that's scary. Yeah. To think about it. Because that really would be the silent killer, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, you would have no idea that it was there. And then... Because you don't... People don't really... I mean, I know you're saying because you work for a dermatologist, but mm-hmm. I never heard anybody tell me you need to see you need to see the dermatologist once a year. Oh, you know, really? you get the dentist twice a year, the doctor yeah. twice a year, I guess. Yeah. You know, like the gynecologist, whatever, whatever. But no one's really said like you need to see the de- dermatologist once a year. Yeah. You know, because I haven't been back to a dermatologist in a long time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you recommend like 
you know, people should start early, like going, you know? Yeah. No, not really. Okay. Um, so adults, we recommend basically at the age of 21 and up, okay. we recommend that you see once a year dermatologist. If you have a family history of melanoma, an immediate family history. So we're not talking about your second cousin or yeah. your aunt. Yeah. We're talking about mom, dad, brother, sister, grandmother, grandfather. Okay. Melanoma need to be seen um, probably as a teenager. That's okay. when that just start when hormones start to fluctuate. Okay. Um, other than that, I mean, a good primary care physician is supposed to recommend a dermatologist for every okay. patient once a year. Yeah. That's just normal. It's like, you know... For anything else, like you said, the dentist yeah, or anything else, a mammogram at this certain time of age, a dermatology appointment's important. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Is there any tips or tricks or anything that you want to actually want to throw in there? No. I mean, the only tip and trick I recommend is please don't lay out in the sun (laughs) for, I mean, just for your sake, it's just, it, it's scary. I feel like people don't realize it. And again, don't think that it can happen to them. But when you work in the field, it would be like working with the oncology, you know, Mm -hmm. seeing all these cancer patients or seeing all the cavities in somebody's mouth, you know, to tell them to watch what they eat or to hold off on that candy. Mm -hmm. Watch what you're doing in the sun. And you know, people come in, well, how do I get my vitamin D? They did a test on surfers out in California and Hawaii on like the people who get the most sun that you could deeply tan out all the time. They had low vitamin D levels in comparison to somebody that doesn't get a lot of sun. You get it from your diet. Okay. Yeah. So that's what we tell patients. It's like you can get vitamin D through taking a vitamin or eating it in your diet. The sun is not giving you enough of it that could really compensate for anything. Yeah. Um, that's basically, you know, what we say. It's just be really good with your sunscreen and know that, yeah, it may not happen to you now or in your 40s or in your 50s, but when you're 60, 70, 80, and 90 and you start getting all these skin cancers and you already have, hopefully not, but some other health issues that could go along with it, you're dealing with the skin cancers on top of it. Yeah, it's all at once. So. And these are people cutting your face. Yeah. So, Oof. you know... <laughs> Watch what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was, thanks, Katie. Yeah. That was a lot of great information. You're welcome. <laughs> I hope it helped somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you did. A lot of people listening out there, hopefully they'll get some tips and tricks for how to, you know, maintain their, I guess, beauty standards. Right. Yeah. You know, even though yeah. I don't want to say beauty standards, but, you know, like, I know how I feel, like, regardless of how the world view is or whatever, like Mm -hmm. just when I have acne on my face, like I feel gross. I feel dirty. Yeah. Even if I'm clean, I just got out of the shower. I still feel, you know, yeah. And it's very irritating to me. I'm very much one that touches my face. It's just terrible right now. Quarantine. Well, I mean, but it's a habit of life. It is. And I constantly mess with my pimples, which I know I'm not supposed to do. And I just, it's really, it, they irritate me, you yeah. know, because I guess I'm frustrated. I'm like, oh, get off. And then I just make them worse. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I mean, the best thing you can do is, and I know you're doing it, Jen. I mean, wash your face twice a day. Make sure your face stays clean. If you're doing something active, like going and working out or, you know, I don't know, anything yeah. active. Wipe your face. Like we tell teenagers, make sure you have a cleansing wipe with you when you're playing a sport. Keeping your face clean at all times helps prevent it yeah has nothing to do with your diet has nothing to do with your diet 
That's what. That's another misinformation. Okay. You get. Like, don't eat chocolate. Yes. Like, my my uncle's like convinced that pepper causes him to have acne. No, no. So he refuses to eat pepper. No, they have done tests on these people, and trust me. I mean, I work. I work with some of the smartest physicians, and I'm not just saying that. I know because of what they do, and they research and they learn this and they Mm -hmm. continue to educate themselves. The only thing they found that contributes to acne, even you could swear up and down chocolate does it. It doesn't is milk. Really? Yeah. They said if, and it has to be an excess amount. It can't just be a glass of milk every couple weeks. It's gotta be every morning. You've got to drink at least an eight ounce glass of milk. They said that's the only thing that would contribute to having any sort of acne. Wow. So that's really good to know. I never knew that. Yeah. I I always thought it was a big part of the diet too. Yeah. No, no. It's nothing to do with your diet. It's everything to do with female hormones, male hormones when they're in puberty and they grow out of it. And then we just hit different hormonal stages through our life. Gotcha. That's it. Yeah. There we go, people. Yeah. Eat that chocolate. (laughs) Yes. Eat the chocolate. Eat the chocolate. Don't feel... Yes. You know, you can't. (laughs) Now, rosacea is different, though. If you have rosacea, if you go to the National Rosacea Foundation website, it'll list all the triggers for you. If you've got rosacea, your acne rosacea can be triggered. So, different than hormonal, but it can be triggered. So, just FYI. Great. Well, thank you, Katie, for You're all welcome. that wonderful information. You're welcome. So, and I hope our <laughs> listeners enjoyed it as well. Yeah. And if you want to leave us any comments or if you have any questions for Katie, she'll be more than happy to answer them. And um, if you want to leave us any, uh, you know, rating us and review us on our podcast app. If you just want to leave, any, leave us any comments at all about what you think about the show so far, any topics you'd like us to cover in the future, we're open to anything. Mm-hmm. And we have, like Katie said in the beginning, we have lots of um, really great episodes coming up with some collaborations we did. So we're super excited to get those out to y'all. And um, we just want to thank you, all our supporters again, uh, especially the um, support we've gotten on Instagram and We've gotten a lot of, we're in a lot of groups that are very supportive of each other. So yes. it's really awesome to be part of that. So yes. we, we we're appreciate really it. blessed and we're very happy that people want to work with us Yes, and um, that they are looking forward to our content we put out there. So yes. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And until next time.